Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 248-539-9797. Stoney Jansen, be careful out there. It is uh, it is slippery. snowing. So, uh, yes, we don't need any... Anybody getting any uh, accidents, getting any injuries, because there's football to get excited about in this town on Sunday, right? Oh, man. is is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. We, we are hosting now our second playoff game. And one... In our, the same season. In the same... Yes. In the same, <laughs> in the same decade. Yeah. <laughs> and... and, and, it, and, and you in know, the same in, century. In century. <laughs> yes. We're going to go that far. Uh but it's the one where the Lions were favored last week. They came through. They won. Didn't cover, but they came through and won. That's all that really matters. Yep. And now they are favored by even more in the divisional round. And we've talked about this all offseason, the preseason, regular season, the the potential for this team. And we're very cautious. All in, in every one of those phases. Very cautious about where the Lions could be. And there's been a few things that have happened in their favor. Mm-hmm. All right, they don't have to go on the road, even though we would have relished the opportunity to pay back those Dallas Cowboys. Yes, uh, and you and I would would greatly appreciate on on a on another level the fact of beating the Cowboys in Dallas. Oh. But they lost; they got they got destroyed by the Green Bay Packers, the Detroit Lions. Karma it, it finally paid off for them. They're going to host another game, and they are favored against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I could not be more confident going into this game with the way the Lions have played, the way that they've handled themselves. Uh, I, I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm beside myself with excitement. Because you don't hear anything. Not that it makes a difference because you've told me 8,000 times over the last three years what they say in the locker room, bullet and bullet material, it's all BS. Yes. Okay? But taking that aside, they you don't hear much boasting at all from this group. And I think in a weird way, that's good. Well, it goes to the culture that Dan Gamble, ha- Dan Campbell, right. uh, has set, and he set that tone in the very first press conference. Took a lot of crap for it. Has continued and been very consistent. And one of the things that he has talked about, and, and when you're talking about culture and developed, is grit. Yes, grit. We see it all over the place at Ford Field. You see Dan when he's you know in his press conference, he's got the grit hat on. And he's talked about what grit means to him. And the guys that are here, they're here for a reason. They've stayed for a reason. When And he used these terms the other day. It was intestinal fortitude. Mm-hmm. It was mental toughness. I'll ask you this. When you see this team play, you see him take the field, and now that we've had a complete regular season, one playoff game, what is when you look at this team and you hear the word grit – what does it mean to you? Well, it's interesting because we've had this debate more about Michigan than the Lions over the years. But to me, when I hear the term grit and I watch that team play, you know what I see? Hmm. Steak. Oh, steak, no sizzle. They, you know, But the sizzle that they do have, like St. Brown, but it's gritty. 
Yeah. You know, it's not just, you know. I'm not sure I want a gritty steak. But you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, but you want it to be tough yeah. and grizzled if you're going to serve it to someone else and you're going to serve it to the Buccaneers. Damn right. But yeah, you know what I mean? It's not like this, you know, greatest show on turf. Right. They, sc- they get a lot of yards, but there are a lot of times they're tough yards. They're breaking tackles. They're, you know, they're, it's, it's the basics of football. Right. It's running the football. It's play action pass. Take your shots when available. Don't turn the ball over. And if you do, that's what's going to cost you games. They've learned that tough lesson. I, 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 I would agree with that. You see steak. Yeah. Um, for me, when I, when, I, when I hear about this team and I look at this team and I, and, I, and I talk about grit, it all starts with the quarterback, and that's Jared Goff. And, and, and he is – you look at him and, you know, he's, he's – Right. The, you know, he doesn't not look the, like gritty. He's not the toughest-looking guy. No. Not the grittiest-looking guy. Not the grittiest-sounding no. guy. But early on in the season, we talked about it. It was an interception. Hadn't thrown one in 380 pass attempts, whatever it was, setting you know close to setting a record. But when he threw an interception, the next possession was a touchdown. Yeah, did it again at, at Green Bay, and the next possession was a touchdown. Always found a way to bounce back. It's that short-term memory. You can't let one mistake pour over into the next possession, to the next quarter, or even the next game. And there was a moment in this season where we started to question, could they actually be a really good team? And it started at Thanksgiving. We actually started the week before the win against Chicago. And even in that one, it was a gritty performance. Things didn't go well for 58 minutes. He had, what, three interceptions in that game. And then with, well, 57 minutes. And then with three minutes left, took him on two scoring drives to win that game. Helped out a little bit yes. by the Chicago Bears yes, and no doubt. clock management, right. but they took advantage of it. And yes. that's, that's, what, that's what gritty teams do. They take advantage of your mistakes, and they, they turn it to their positive, and it's, it's poured over to the, to the rest of the offense, mm-hmm. and it's poured over to the rest of this team. Yeah. It's, it's a very gritty team because they don't, they don't let one mistake bother them. And it, you could say it's mental toughness, intestinal fortitude, all of those different things kind of mean the same thing, but it pour it, it pours itself out and and you could see it when you talk about having that short-term memory and being able to overcome some of those mistakes. 2485399797 when you hear the term grit associated with the Detroit Lions, what do you think of? Why are they the gritty grimy yeah. team that they try to yeah, in your estimation, how has it manifested itself in this version of the Detroit Lions? And it kind of goes to why this version of the Detroit Lions is different than than in large part for the last sixty years, the last mm-hmm. six decades. Yeah, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. The, the other thing is, you know, now there are exceptions to the rule. Uh, recently, more the the Kansas City Chiefs than uh, anyone else. Uh, and the Rams to a certain extent. But look at all the Super Bowl champions over the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Most of them, not all of them, obviously. That's what they do. Run the football, good defense. Mm-hmm. You you know, look, you had the you know, greatest show on turf, the early part of this century. Uh, obviously some of, but even New England's teams, you know, except, and the Randy Moss team didn't win the Super Bowl, but right. the, the Patriots teams were basically, they ran the football, they played really good defense, tight ends. That's what the Lions are doing, right? Yeah, they were good at the basics. Yes. Um, and, and, and for the Lions, in terms of good defense, it's a really good run-stopping defense. Yeah. And if you're going to be a good team that goes a long ways in the playoffs, if you can stop the run, you give yourself a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. 248-539-9797. Uh, grit 
to me means hard work when times are tough, like the middle class working through the Great Depression in Detroit. Never down and out. I get that. Tom from Oxford. When I think of the word grit, I think I've never, I think never give up. Mm -hmm. And they don't. Uh, Grit to me is Frank Ragnow. Full stop. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy that that has an injury that can't be surgically repaired, is playing with it, and and is playing at a high level with it. Yeah. I mean, he probably have to go through surgery again in the offseason, but whatever. But again, I mean, I don't know if he does or not because they've said it it can't be helped by surgery. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to uh, Greg in Shelby Township. What's up, Greg? Good morning, you guys. Thanks for taking my call. I believe the personification of grit right now and you did a great one with Ragnow, but it's got to be Aiden Hutchinson. His exuberance, the uh, uh, pain on his face, the way he looks intense, he's just, whoa, we're looking at uh, Jack Lambert. We're looking at, um, you know, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's impressive. And how we're playing both sides of the uh, a ball right now. You know, I just, uh, like you guys, like John said, I just cannot wait. This is just we have we should have no problem beating Tampa Bay. Hopefully they're listening. Hey Tampa Bay, you're going to lose. I got to think positive. You know how that Yeah, I I know, I know you are, Greg. You always are. <laughs> yeah, and yes. we, we we appreciate that that you do have a positive yes. attitude. Yes. Um and and I think Aiden Hutchinson is one of those guys that you could point to that he, he goes out there and he just he lays it all on the field. Yes. You could want more. You, you know, maybe you want him to play a little better. There's a lot of people that land differently on Aiden Hutchinson, mm-hmm. but you can never question, ever, anytime he's taken the field, whether it's been in Ann Arbor or at Ford Field or anywhere that the Detroit Lions play, you can never question his effort. 248-539-9797. Uh, what does grit mean to you? And have you changed your expectations for this football team heading into Sunday? 97 one We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We have some ticket texts. What does grit mean to you? Uh, when I think of grit, I think of Aiden Hutchinson and St. Brown. Those guys are the perfect example of the philosophy this team strives for. St. Brown's a great example. Mm-hmm. They're gritty because Coach Campbell embraces crisis situations. All the fourth and shorts, going for two, etc. Another phrase I've heard, we're built for this. When in crisis or backed in the corner, they don't panic or fall apart. Campbell and Holmes never lose sight of the big picture. Live or die embracing and growing through crisis. Grit. That's from Vito in a truck. He's right. Mm -hmm. Vito is absolutely correct. Uh, When I think of the Detroit Lions and grit, I think of Stoney's wife, Cindy, out there shoveling the snow off the driveway while her husband plays on his phone. (laughs) It's warming up the grill, getting ready to cook those steaks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Offensive line is grit. (laughs) Clearing off the windshields. Uh, grit is John Wayne sitting on a horse wearing oh. an eye patch and shouting, fill your hands, you son of a bitches. Oh. When I think of the Detroit Lions and grit, I think, oh, I read that one already. Uh, grit is just one of the many idiotic buzzwords the Detroit Lions have created over the years. Um, 
or you could call it whatever you want. All yeah. right, but it's it's uh, it's certainly not dagger time. No. <laughs> Uh, grit is the team going for it on fourth and believing they will get it every time. Grit is the team staying together through all the ups and downs. Just some dogs out there, Adam, uh, out there. Uh, grit equals G U T S guts, R resilience, resilience, I intensity, T tenacity. That's Mm -hmm. from Kevin in Riverview. Well done. Yes. Grit means getting down and dirty, doing the little things no one else is willing to do. It's outworking the guy next to you. That's from Dan. Uh, not Dan Campbell, I do think. Mike and Livonia, you're on 97. Oh, one the ticket. Dan's probably listening. Yeah, yeah. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, you know what? Grit, grit to me is, is how hard this team hits, especially the secondary. They may not be the most talented yet, but I guarantee you other teams coming over the middle, they know they're going to get hit. And one play that, that – kind of sticks out to me was a Tampa Bay game where Craig Reynolds came from off the screen to block for Amon Ra on that touchdown play. And I don't think I've ever seen a Lions team with that kind of effort. And you'll take notice right now, other fan bases, especially on social media, hate us right now just because of the way we hit. Um, You know, take the Kirby Joseph hit on Higby, for example. You know, they're calling it a dirty hit. But this team hits hard. No, I, I, I was just going to respond. I mean, it, 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 I know, that especially since it's happened twice. It happened against TJ Hawkinson, and it happened again this past weekend. But it's, it's not a dirty hit. It's about the only place that it's legally, you're able to legally hit a, a receiver. Yes. And, and the tight ends are receivers at that point. Right. If you don't like the play, you know, the NFL should change the rule. Yeah, open up or the else. opportunity to hit somewhere else. Yes, exactly. It doesn't have to be the head. Yeah. You know? But, Agreed, and it just seems like everybody on this team hits, and they hit hard, and when the opportunity is there, they take it, and I have to assume other teams know about that and get a little alligator arms. Yeah, maybe, hopefully. Hopefully uh, Mike yeah. Evans and Godwin and Otten, those guys will have alligator arms on Sunday because, yes, the Lions do hit hard, and look, and that's Dan Campbell played football tough as hell. Aaron Glenn was a tough SOB He's a defensive dude. back. And to be able to make it as long as he did as a player in the NFL, yeah, you got to be tough. Yes. By the way, I was just che- checking uh, Ticketmaster to see what the ticket price Oh, yeah? Are they going down? Uh, maybe a little bit. There's the cheapest in the lower bowl. In the corners, $600 <sighs> the cheapest. Upstairs, like Section 340, $475. So what's a 50 yard line ticket going to set you back right now? Well, lower bowl, lower bowl right now. $1,300 is the cheapest. Oh, that's not too bad. Oh. I mean, it's, I'm not going to pay it, but yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I was seeing ones earlier in the week that were, were right around like three grand. I know. Well, there are probably some of them too. But yeah. If I click on that particular section, but yeah, those are the, the cheapest I could find. Uh, William in Southfield, you're a 97 on the ticket. Hey, how you, how you guys doing? Good, Good. William. Hey, uh, I just want to explain what grit is. I think it starts with the coach. Uh, when he got hired, remember he came out taking kneecaps off? Mm-hmm. I think with the general manager, Holmes, uh, I think they got the player, the personnel, to have his same personality, his same persona. Uh, I think Detroit is just like that. When you get knocked down, we get right back up. And I really uh, – and on top of that, the fact that he owns up. I mean, if he – Go for it on fourth down or make a fake punt or something. If it goes right or wrong, he owns up to it. 
I think having a coach that's vocal don't have no problems with putting other players uh, responsible as well. I mean, remember when uh, the last game when uh, the corners was letting the receivers get behind them? You mentioned that in halftime. They corrected that. Now they made sure they stayed in front of them. Mm-hmm. You're right. I yeah. mean, and he's they're not afraid, you know, and then to make changes either. I mean, they fired – their offensive coordinator in year one. Yeah, Anthony Lynn. They fired their secondary coach, Pleasant. Yeah. In year two during the season. So, and that's not an easy thing to do. It's not. And as a leader, you got to make those tough calls. Yeah. Make tough choices. They're not going to be, they might not be popular with everyone. No. And, but you've got to do what's best for the team and the organization. Uh, let's go to Lake Ari and Tim. Good morning, or 97 on the ticket. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Good. Good. Thank you. Good. I love the grit. I love the this Lions team. And but I, I have another word, and it, it's love. You know, I, I've heard this team talk about love and each other. And uh, when you have that too, that these guys don't want to let each other down. You know, and uh, I am so excited for this team. It's I, just uh, wow. I kind of agree with you. However, yeah. they're not alone in this. I, I, like I said, I've been watching Hard Knocks, the in-season, and there's a lot of love that they showed for the Miami Dolphins in their locker room, even yeah. when they got eliminated. So that's not exactly a foreign concept, especially the teams that are succeeding. Well, no, you've got to be a really good team to be successful right. at, at any level. Right. And, you know, with it, doubling down on that whole concept of, of, of grit along with it, love for, you know, your teammate, your coach, right. your coach for the players. When we were interviewing and, and well, interviewing, we had a conversation with Dan Miller, the voice of the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, he he brought up something really, I thought, interesting. When you uh, when you talk to Dan Campbell about what other teams do well, and, you know, they play Dallas, and it's the pass rush, and it's Micah Parsons, and he talks then, you know, in glowing terms about what they're able to do, but then he finishes it with, but I like our guys. Yeah. I mean, that that in and of itself is, okay, we know they do something special. Right. But I like how we match up. I like the guys that we have on our roster. I like that matchup for us. Let's go to uh, Josh calling us from Warren. Good morning, Josh. How are you? Hey, guys. Yeah, my, mine is uh, guys like J-Mo. Everybody thought he was a lost cause, a deep threat. He was a diva, didn't want to be here. That guy goes across the middle. He gets double teamed. He catches tough passes. He gets hit, gets right back up. He evolved to this team, and he changed to be a part of this team. And that right there shows that the a guy like that will, wants to be a part of what we're building. And that's why I don't hear anybody calling for Jalen Carter. You know, we got a guy right here who has proven that he is tough and that he's going to be tough and get better. That's the, and he wasn't even this good when we had him at Tampa the first time we played him. So now what, how tough is he going to be this game? That's what I feel is grit for this team is guys like that changing. And, and that, that's, that's how J-Mo earned more time on the field was being able to go out there and do all the little things. You know, you didn't draft him to be a blocking wide receiver. No. But he did that to earn the trust of Antoine Randall. L, to earn the trust of Ben Johnson and ultimately Dan Campbell to more time on the field. And the trust of Jared Goff. Now, he doesn't yes. get thrown the ball as much as he probably would as most wide receivers, but he's bought in, makes great blocks. I mean, I believe last year he was actually a gunner at one point for a, a couple yeah, of on, punts, on right? Yeah, and, and, and here's the other thing is, you know, when you're talking about just being a good team and 
J-Mo probably would love to have the ball thrown to him more. Every receiver would. Every yes. running back would like the ball more in their hands. But he doesn't bitch him on about, I don't get the ball enough. No. It, it, and he's the one that is talking about how great it was to hear the fans chant Jared Goff's name. And that when a, when somebody makes a big play, he wants the fans to do that again this week. That's a guy that has matured and is is all in on winning games. And whatever it is, if it's one catch, at some point it's going to be eight, nine catches. Yeah. But when called upon, you're there to, to, to do what's asked of you. And just do what you did last time against Tampa. Catch a big touchdown, Catch a touchdown. pass. Yep. Uh, some more ticket text. Grit means they don't phone it in. As far as hitting goes, we are praising hard hits, but please remember that when our guys are hit hard and get hurt, please remember that. That's from Audrey in Ann Arbor. I don't think we've ever complained about that. No. Grit, go roar intensely together. Should be the fan motto for, motto for Sunday. To me, grit is the indomitable human spirit. It's the power of human will and perseverance against the indifferent cruelty of the universe. <laughs> Let's go, Lions! Win a bleeping Super Bowl! Woo! When I think of grit in the Detroit Lions, I think of pearls. Without gritty sand particles rubbing together, an amazing pearl cannot be made. The more gritty sand rubbing together, the bigger and better the pearl. Each member of the Detroit Lions team is a piece of gritty sand that works together to create something spectacular. That's from Gina from Wyandotte. Also, there are other things you can create from pearls, too. <laughs> when I look at our beloved Lions, there are only three words that personifies grit. Dan frickin' Campbell. Let's go, Lions. That's Big John from Royal Oak. Our telephone number is 248-539-9797. The jewelry portion of the program is over. Football, the playoffs are here, as you know. Let's dive into the best pool in history, Stadium Swim, located at Circa Resort and Casino. Catch all the biggest games at a viewing experience built for us sports fans. Chill in one of our six pools on three different levels for a perfect view of the massive 40-foot-tall, high-def screen, Stadium Swim. It's America's favorite place to watch football. you got swim-up bars, instant-ready selfie walls, one nonstop football party. Score your perfect game-day spot with cozy daybeds, private cabanas, or grab a lounge at the center of the action. Reserve your place today. 365 days of sports. It's downtown on Fremont Street. It's crazy downtown. It's great. Love the Circa. Book your spot at Stadium Swim today. All sports, all seasons. Uh, book at CircleLasVegas.com. 248-539-9797 is the telephone number. What is your biggest concern heading into the game? Uh, it's just going to be giving giving Tampa an opportunity that they didn't earn or deserve. It's and it's it's one of it's a it's a fumble. It's a turnover. It's a it's a dumb interception. It, we almost had that against the Rams. Jared Goff was, you know, technically in the grasp, but they don't have that one anymore. So he tried to get rid of the ball, and it was, it you know, wasn't a pass; it was a fumble. Fortunately, the Lions fell on it. They were able to overcome a second and what was it, second and mm-hmm. twenty-five. But that's my biggest concern: is that that Tampa doesn't come in here and beat the Lions. The Lions beat themselves. Mine is whether they'll be able to handle the uh, the blitzes. That's all. I mean, if they can handle the blitzes, they'll win yeah. the football game. I'm I'm pretty confident in, and we talked about this yesterday. Hank Fraley, I know Mark Brunel, Ben Johnson, that offensive staff of 
of being able to get the offensive line and Jared Goff, most importantly, those two those two parties on the same page, and then it's Frank Ragnow in the moment making the calls, making the right call, and even if it's a wrong call, as long as Jared Goff knows where the offensive line is going, he can get rid of the ball. Yeah. The, the, the other thing is, on the other side of the ball, is the big plays. They've given up some big plays against really good receivers, and the Bucks have some pretty good yeah, receivers. So, But in terms of concerns, they've been able to give up some of those big plays and so, still win those games. Right. I mean, I you know, look, I, I hope they cover because we all picked them to cover, but just win by one point. I don't yeah, care. I don't, just, yeah. Survive in advance. I mean, yeah. that that's the cliche for the NCAA basketball tournament. And to me, it's with any tournament. You don't care how you do it as long as you don't get, you know, important people you know, hurt, yeah. just get to the next round. Yeah, it's it's any of those single elimination tournaments. Right? It's different in baseball because you get a five-game series, a right. seven-game series, you know, basketball, same thing. But in those single elimination tournaments, it's simply survive and advance. Yeah. And take hey, whatever next opponent is, Yes. then you deal with it at that time. Exactly. Ron and Novi are 97 on the ticket. Uh, yes, sir. I was uh... – Thank you, man. The, uh, the first half, that was the beautiful uh, first half I've seen the Lions play all year. But that third and fourth, we got to get some points. We got we can't just depend on that defense to take us home. I think offense has to take us home, and we got to get more than three points. I don't care if it's top of game and we make it to the next round. The next round, we got to get something in that third and that fourth besides three points. Well, you're right. That was an anomaly. Uh, well, not the third yeah. quarter, but the fourth quarter. The, the fact, if you tell me before that game you're going to score three points in the in the second half, you're going to win the football game, I would say no. Conversely, though, Ron, uh, if you would have told me you're going to give up six points in the second half, I'd be I'd feel I'd feel pretty good. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that too, but like I say, but each round it gets harder, and they got three points ain't gonna take us home. We can't keep depending on that defense. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. We can't keep depending on it. Yeah, and I think the, what what else Ron is trying to say is is it's going to get harder. Your margin for error is much smaller every round that you go. John, when you played, yeah, uh, what type of. Uh, I know it's a lot different now. What kind of nutrition did you uh, did the team provide for you guys and uh, stuff that you guys wanted? To, to completely different now. Yeah. Um, our lunches at that time were, it were basically, hey, you know, bring in pizza, mm-hmm. uh, chicken out, which is like a Boston Market type of place on the East Coast. There, they would bring that in. We didn't have cafeterias at that time at uh, at Redskin Park, as it was named. At, I don't know what's called anymore, Commander Park, um, but. It a commander was, center, maybe. Yeah, um, it was, it was something along those lines. And I've, I think I've said this before. My pregame meal, I could never go on the field without a full tummy. Um, didn't like being hungry, and it was. Uh, I would always have uh, a dozen hot wings, um, and then whatever's left over from dinner the night before. Generally, pizza before the game. Before the game, yeah. Wow. And this was after warm ups. I'd come in and be like, Ah, oh, man, I'm really hungry. Well, the Baltimore Ravens uh, do something a little different, mm-hmm. according to. Uh, the Ravens director of sports nutrition, Sarah Snyder, she supplies the team with healthy snacks throughout the season. Okay. To carry them between practices and meetings. And over the course of the season, Ravens players have gone through 6,200 sticks of beef jerky. Okay, healthy snack. 3,600 snack bars, 2,850 energy chews, 1,800 bags of sunflower sneeds, mm. seeds, 460 energy bites, and... 
7,500 Uncrustables. Hmm. Is that a healthy snack? I don't know. It's a snack. It's a snack. I'm pretty sure. What was the name of the nutritionist? Sarah Snyder. Pretty sure she was at Michigan. Well, she might be. John John probably stole her from Jim. Not, uh, not that it really matters. No. I do remember. I'm pretty sure Sarah Snyder was at Michigan. Hmm. Which, huh? Michigan sent somebody to Baltimore. Yeah. Right. Exactly. No way. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. No there way. seems to be. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.